Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. This is the best of the Jason Smith Show on Fox Sports Radio. The Jason Smith Show, Jason Mike Harvin, live from the Geico Studios. If you miss any of the show, as always, you can get it right after the show is over. Go to iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, FoxSportsRadio.com, iHeartRadio app. You can download any portion of the show you want, listen to all of it, some of it. Again, iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, FoxSportsRadio.com, iHeartRadio app. Listen, rate us, give us five stars, and we will love you forever and ever and ever. More so than Tampa Bay Buccaneers fans love Nick Folk, who missed not one, not two, but three field goals tonight where any one of them would have given the Tampa Bay Buccaneers the win over the Patriots. Instead, the Pats escape 19-14 with the win over Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay had one final chance on the final play from the Patriots' 17-yard line. Jameis Winston threw a pass that no Buccaneers wide receivers were looking back for the ball. And so that ball falls incomplete, and the Patriots hold on to win. They are now 3-2 and two and a half game ahead of the New York Jets in the AFC East. Tom Brady's never been hotter. Would have just been curious to see if one of those had been made, and obviously you're not anticipating the 55-yarder, but say he makes the 49-yarder. And, and watching the game play out from there, right? Strategy changes down in distance. The Patriots change their offensive philosophy, and, and, and perhaps you have an opportunity. He still did for a fantastic finish. 
but nobody looked for the ball thrown into three defenders who were sniffing it out I mean, as I O.J. Mean, Howard wonder, is staring down the field. I wonder if that play, the final play we're talking about regulation, where, where none of the Buccaneers receivers look back for the ball, I wonder if that play was supposed to be, and, and we got into this a little bit at the end of last hour, at the goal line the receivers were supposed to cross, and Winston was supposed to try to find somebody and just – Guys weren't there because you see where it was. Howard's in the middle of the field. Mm-hmm. Humphreys is only a couple of yards away from him. You know, I, I I just wonder if that's what the play was supposed to be, and maybe either Winston threw it sooner or there was some kind of miscommunication because that didn't look like everybody was on the same page on that final play. Not whatsoever. But the 186th career regular season victory for Tom Brady now tied atop the leaderboard with Brett Favre and Peyton Manning. I know that warms your heart so very you know, much. No, because you know what? The more accolades Brady gets, it's the closer he's going to be to retiring. That's why. Well, but it's like a shark's tooth. As soon as he leaves, the next guy comes up. Yeah, uh, I'll be okay with whoever the next guy is. Brady is Brady is you know look and anybody short list. He's one of the top five quarterbacks of all time, if not the best. I'm okay with that guy going out of the of my division and somebody else coming in. Yeah, but history has proven. That the next guy is going to stand up. And it's going to be division. better, right? With Dan Marino. Hey, he's like the fifth best quarterback of all time. Here's Tom Brady. Hey, he's absolutely better. I had one year, Mike Carmen, one year. I had flipping Marino from 83 to 99. Then I had 2,000 off. And then from 2001 till now, I got Tom Brady. You thought that was going to be the beginning of the Chad Pennington era, too. The majority of my life, from 1983 until now, I have had one of the top five quarterbacks of all time in my division. How the hell is my team going to win when that's the case? And I don't mean there's still wild I don't cards. mean overlapped. No, I you mean, still have a chance. I had, I had top number five guy for 17 years, a year off, and then another guy for 17 years. That's what I've had. Yeah, but to be fair, when the other guy rose up, his the former's team, the Dolphins, would they have about four good years <laughs> after Marino retired? <laughs> and this year they can't score. Got one one touchdown in the last two games. I mean, they're the lowest scoring team on average in the National Football League are those Miami Dolphins, just ahead of the Baltimore Ravens for the level of suckitude through the first four. <laughs> nice suckitude. Four weeks. I like that of buddy. this NFL season. That's a good word. If I type suckitude in, what's going to come up? I don't want to know. Let's see. Well, I'm going to find it. Suckitude. Do you want to tape this tonight on cinema? Uh the condition, quality, extent, or measure of how much something or someone sucks, colon, suckiness. That's pretty good. Is that yeah. an actual dictionary or is that urban dictionary? Yeah, well, the Wiktionary. The Wiktionary. The, it's the Wiktionary. Does that extend urban, into urban witchcraft di- and, and wizardry? No, no, there's no. <laughs> Professor Dumbledore, what is that? <laughs> no, the urban dictionary. It's liquid luck. Has suckitude as. An extremely precise metric measurement of the level of suck contained within a person, place, thing, event, or action. So there you go. Suck- so that means I can buy a suckometer. I don't think no one... If they've got this official measuring system. I, I don't think anybody, they got anybody in Harry Potter to ever take the suckitude potion. I'm a huge Harry Potter fan. That'd be kind of cool. I mean, they're, they're making more of these Fantastic Beast movies. Maybe they can get it in there. If you could get Snake to take the suckitude potion, Hermione, you can do it, Hermione. Just trick, the guy. Do hurt, <laughs> Just trick the guy who's the <laughs> defense against the dark arts. You talk about a one-and-done guy. You know, succeed and proceed. Yeah, there's no, the there's no succeeding there, though. <laughs> no, it's just proceeding. Succeed and yeah. proceed. Yeah. You're doomed.
succeed and proceed. It's I mean, like certain names you give your, your kid. You've kind of chosen their uh, destiny. I mean, we, ah, I see what I did there. Yeah. I mean, there's times where Zoe and I have had conversations ranking the defense against the dark arts teachers. <laughs> Seriously. And always, Lupin is always number one. And, and you just like the werewolf uh, yeah, well, option there? Well, well, Lupin won, and Snape, not going to spoil anything, but <laughs> Snape's got to be up there. Just going to put it this way. If they haven't read the books or watched the movies at this point, they don't care. They don't care. They don't know who it is. I'm sorry. Uh, at the end of Harry Potter, Voldemort is Nick Folk. All right, so. He does miss we'll wide left. <laughs> you blew it! Today was a big day in the Major League Baseball playoffs. I want to get to for a few minutes. We watched the Astros, a huge win over the Red Sox today. Jose Altuve, three home runs, a great start from Justin Verlander, a crappy one from Chris Sale. And tonight, Trevor Bauer goes a huge six and two-thirds innings, eight strikeouts. The Indians just blow past the Yankees, four nothing. The Yankees just three hits in this game. So far, the postseason is showing you why starting pitching is overrated. Paying for starting pitching and relying on starting pitching is extremely overrated because pitchers simply don't carry regular season success into the postseason with any kind of regularity. You know, it's not like you can say, well, we got a great quarterback and then he moves on. That doesn't happen. You could be great. Chris Sale is one of the best pitchers in baseball. The last seven years. His first postseason start was awful. And now the Red Sox are going, we just put our best guy out there and Altuve had three home runs off him. Right? This is what we've seen. All the guys out there. Makes me nervous for Clayton Kershaw tomorrow night because now so much pressure is on when you have a good pitcher going. And it's such a crapshoot in the postseason. It's a crapshoot because the games are long, the pressure is bigger, and you can have a guy pitch a great game who's a great pitcher. You can also have him pitch a bad game. Pretty equally. Pretty equal amounts of time. You can get a great start and you can get a bad start. Just give me guys who eat innings. Those are the guys I want. Those are the guys I want pitching in the playoffs. And if I'm going to go pay for anybody to be a pitcher for me, I'm going to get a guy that's got postseason success, has a track record of it. That's the guy I'll go pay for or go get in a trade because I don't care what he does. If I'm going to the playoffs, I don't care if he – is awful for me in September. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm getting – once I get to the playoffs, I know guys I can count on. Justin Verlander, proven postseason pitcher. He's got an ERA under 3.5 for his career. He was great tonight. John Lester, great pitcher, proven postseason. He's got an ERA of 2.6 for his career. You got this great night from Trevor Bauer. Trevor Bauer could have got drilled. It, 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 either or. It's not like going in, you know, this is going to be a big advantage for us because every game, when you get to the playoffs, is different. Too many things change from the regular season to the postseason to say, okay, we're loading up on starting pitchers and this is going to be our success. I hated the way the Mets were built because I knew the Mets were never going to be built for a modicum of, of success. What you do was a short-lived return. Guy, guys get hurt right. and guys suck all of a sudden. Matt Harvey went from being... The dark night to now the guy stinks. The guy absolutely now stinks. Now he's the guy in Times Square begging you to take a picture with him. Steven Metz stinks. You know, the, the Mets have two good pitchers now. They got two guys. And there was, we got five, six, seven. You can't build sustained success. You can't count on starting pitching. I wish you could. I wish you could. But the only guys that I would go out, hey, Madison Bumgarner, look, the guy's the best postseason pitcher I've seen. Obviously, he's great. But it doesn't always need to be a star. 
innings eaters and guys that win in the postseason. Those are guys I'm more than comfortable going into the playoffs with because they're the guys that are going to more than likely pitch well enough. More runs are scored in the postseason. More pitching changes are made. You go away from your starting pitchers sooner. It's just not a mod- it's just not a formula to succeed saying we're building ourselves on starting pitching. Years ago, you could do that. You could do that in Major League Baseball, but you can't do that now because it's too much of a crapshoot to say this star pitcher is going to be great in the postseason. Look, already the, the Nationals said, you know what, Max Scherzer, Max Scherzer, he's a Cy Young winner. He's going to pitch game two. Uh, all right. I mean, it, like I said, it happens. Things change so quickly from starting pitchers. Well, in the last couple of years, we've just seen the way – postseason management is done in the immediate return. If, if a guy doesn't have his A-list stuff, then you're heading into the bullpen and you're banking on the odd man out in terms of your rotation selection to now be a top-notch long man to stretch you into your bullpen and then eke out a win by then deploying your setup man and eventually your closer in, in short order. And, and if you get four or five innings out of your starter – that's becoming one of the the new regular kind of formulas. When we look at Verlander and that trade, remember at the regular trade deadline at the end of July, we're looking at the prohibitive nature of his contract, but you're, you're also going, well, we're not looking at five years from now, right? This is the, if we can get a win now, that was the thinking for when the Angels made the big offer to Albert Pujols was, all right, if he dominates for five years mm-hmm. and we get a good run and we get playoff wins, playoff success, and get to a series, then it's all worthwhile. Likewise here, you, you've got the the Astros just pushing to the center of the table saying we're all in. One of the things to also consider when you look at a guy like Chris Sale, uh, for those that haven't watched it with great regularity, there's nobody that gets the ball into his glove and back towards the, the catcher faster. Mm. In the postseason, mm-hmm. that all slows down. The pace of play things go out the window because now it's dictated by television and television timing and television breaks and PSAs and whatever else come into play. So the way he normally operates in a game goes out the window as well. First postseason start, five innings pitch, seven earned runs, a couple of home runs. And out of his 100 pitches, only 63 strikes. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show weeknights at 11 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. This is my favorite story of the day. Again, we got more on the Yankees coming up in 10 minutes. Rick Pitino, who is all but fired from Louisville, asked to take a leave of absence. Louisville's promoted a new coach after Louisville's role in the big assistant coach scandal of we're starting to direct players who are recruits to apparel companies and agents. The big story from last week in sports where Rick Pitino said, oh, I didn't do any of this. This is a complete shock to me. Right out of the Rick Pitino playbook. No, I don't know anything about this. He did an interview in 2014, Rick Pitino, saying that, you know, it's hard for us to keep up with all these apparel companies who are getting footholds into colleges and it's really really difficult and you find out that louisville is one of the schools where recruits were getting there and getting directed to certain apparel companies and agents and financial advisors oh by the way on the heels of a sex scandal in which players were having sex with prostitutes in a dormitory hall there's no sex no 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 there actually was a brilliant misdirection though wasn't it I mean, look at all the influence that these apparel companies have. It's almost like a little guy playing with a violin as he was doing this on their media day. I mean, think about what, you know, if Duke and, and Nike and this and 
Oh, meanwhile, there's Rick going, hello. <laughs> no, no, I didn't do anything. No one plays the martyr like Rick Pitino. Hey, it goes in I that second shocked. office. I am shocked at all. Of, I cannot believe I am so shocked, shocked and appalled that I would be. Oh, wait, what, you mean I'm fired? It comes out today, reports out of the Louisville Courier-Journal, and that's why we're doing this story. Look, to do this story in the midst of we got football and the Yankees and all, because you got to hear this. Adidas's most recent deal with Louisville, which is expiring now. The Louisville Courier-Journal reported Thursday that Rick Pitino received 98% of the cash Louisville got from their deal with Adidas. Say that again, 98? 98% of the cash went to Rick Pitino. That's $1.5 million a year for the last five years. That means the rest of the basketball program got about 25 grand. So that's, <laughs> that's the stuff that... $1.5 million. I mean, I that's the stuff Andy Dufresne was shaking out of his pocket in Shawshank <laughs> when he went to the yard. Patino's just shoving bills in his pocket. Going, I don't know how he can compete with the Adidas. And say, yeah, yeah, I need some more pockets on my suit. Yeah, I, I don't know how he can compete. He's just stuffing money in a briefcase. He pocketed 98% of the money from Adidas, well, that's one and a half million dollars. But that's 2015, 2016. The year before, it states the 1.5 million. The department only got 10,000. <laughs> so he actually gave them a raise. It's absolutely unbelievable. But the thing that really is incredulous, in, in the not just that Rick Petito walked off with all the cash. Yeah. I mean that that's fine, and, and to a degree, I guess you'd expect it. Maybe not to 98 percent, but certainly a high high number. That it's only a one point five million dollar a year contract. Yeah, I, I was kind of surprised with that. What is that? That's the guy on the street saying, "Ah, oh, you need a little taste. You need a little taste here. We'll get in and we'll show you how well we run things and and what we can do for your program." And, and then they come back and, and they get a huge bill the next time out because what? Now it's one hundred sixty million. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then the, here's here's this is the other part of the story is that. It was five-year, $1.5 million. Rick Pitino was getting almost all of it. He's getting 98%. But I don't know where this all came from. I can never believe another word Rick Pitino says his entire life. Not that I could before, but I really can't now. Preponderance of evidence says uh, even if he tells you the sky is blue, you should look up. The new deal Adidas has, and this is according to Adidas, is 10 years, $160 million. It's 10 years and one say It went from... How much was he supposed to get a, if he didn't get fired? Here's like a $10 million five-year deal. Now it's $160 million. What's his taste out of that, though? <laughs> Nothing. Now he's getting let go. No, he's no, no, no. But, but Tom Jurich, uh, athletic director, quote, it's for the athletic department. It's for these student athletes. It's been earmarked for them. But it's still the question of, had Rick Pitino not been ousted and this all come to light, what was his cut of that 160 oh, Well, 98%. Is he backing up the Brinks truck well, with a personal Rick Pitino logo on the Rick, side? Rick Pitino would say, hey, the, the, the athletic department should be happy. They go from 25000 a year now to 100000 a year. I go from $1.5 million a year to $19.5 million a year. Slick Rick Couriers will be here at 3, 3 p.m. to pick up my my booty. It's just such a I mean, great story. I'm getting all the money. And how can you say now, yeah, players shouldn't be paid? I mean, how can you say players shouldn't be paid after this Petito is getting 98% of the money? I mean, really? Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show weeknights at 11 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Time now to play because we have to tonight. Things Nick Folk is better than. Oh. 
Leave my mic on. I want to play. Yeah, we, we're, we, right. we're trying to do some uplifting content. We, okay, we, we normally play things. Not your downer, you know, bad news stuff you do, Looney. Oh, we're downer. all about positivity what? here. I read the book of Power of Positive Thinking and learned nothing. I could have written it. Like when Looney says, thoughts and prayers go out to Buccaneers fans after Nick <laughs> yes. Polk missed that three field goals. Uh, normally it's things Jared Goff is better than, but because of Nick Folk's three field goals tonight, Things Nick Folk is better than Alex Teichert. Can we have our open? Okay. And Nick Folk will attempt a 31-yard field goal. Here's the spot. It's down. The kick is airborne. And this one is no good again. The veteran kicker has missed three. 56-49 and now 31. Fans are unhappy. Got to be honest. Wow. I was really hoping for a Brockmire. You got to be. <laughs> <laughs> Playing tonight. Beeps. Myself, Mike Harmon, Tom Looney, and. Hi. Eric Roberts, our producer, filling in for Justin Frostburg, wearing his Jack Eichel T-shirt. He of the $80 million contract. It's a very way, expensive T-shirt. Yeah, yes. way to keep adding on. You know, yeah. he gets a couple of bucks off that, too. Yeah, it's, it's like the Patino Adidas deal. I know where all that T-shirt's money is going Are we to. on TV, too, tonight? On Fox Sports 2 or whatever? Fox Sports 3 we're on. Okay. Yeah. Right, we're we all go. looking good and dapper. Right? That's why I wore clothes. pants. Oh, wow. Yeah. Very good for you. Things Nick Folk is better than. Young Way Koo. Oh, yeah. Yeah? Okay. Yeah? I'll give, I'll give you that. He's got a that's job close. for one extra day. Exactly. <laughs> that's, that's close. <laughs> Hold on for one more day. Things are going How salty way. are the Buccaneers that Nick Novak got signed <laughs> today? <laughs> we could have had him. The Chargers, <laughs> All right. who had Nick Novak, like Josh Lambeau, got rid of Nick Novak for Josh Lambeau, like Josh Lambeau, got rid of Josh Lambeau for Young Way Koo. Now get rid of Young Way Koo for Nick Novak. <laughs> All my life's a circle. This tells you if you have Sunrise a Josh Lambeau jersey, down. Chargers, don't just get rid wait of it. it out. Just be back again. We'd also like to interview you to ask you why you have a kicker's jersey. Things yeah, Nick very good. You're right. <laughs> Things Nick Folk is better than Adidas. No, they made the no. money happen. Oh, that's Adidas. right. They got the machine rolling. Yeah, but they're in a, I mean, that's a lot of bad publicity. There's a lot of sneaker companies out there. Yeah, but people now remember that Adidas was making shoes. People need shoes. They would still buy shoes. Oh. Right. They still got to buy shoes. Oh, we can't buy those shoes. Some coach you, somewhere got money. Nah. You think Nick her. Folk wore Adidas? Oh. Ooh. I know, I know, I know, I know they didn't pay him there. any that money after hurt. that. There's no way they gave him his game check. But remember, no. they didn't have a lot of good publicity this this summer either. Remember, they were all caught up I in the Lamar Ball I think tonight Nick Folk was wearing those, those wooden shoes that you get in Amsterdam. <laughs> God. Uh, boy, I, are you allowed to kick with those? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Tom Dempsey did, but it was a whole different story. Things Nick Folk is better than. Despacito. No. Are you kidding me? Oh, I wanted to see how much you guys knew about Despacito. Yeah, Despacito, number one song in the world for months. Number one. I've smashed 19 radios with baseball I've, bats I've when actually, that comes on. I've been able to go this, this since it came out to now without hearing that full song. I change the channel. I walk out of rooms. Por qué? It's the, I just don't like it. That's now become oh my, my go-to karaoke song because that makes every hour a slide-over baby kind of hour. <laughs> now, just if we could raise the curtain, do you know one of the reasons why Eric Roberts has that chip on his shoulder, you guys? Because he was the only white face in a brown neighborhood for the first 22 <laughs> years of his life. He's heard enough Spanish music. Right. <laughs> okay. How about that? There you go. That's most controversial. <laughs> Despacito is now the, the number one most viewed video on YouTube ever. It yeah. passed uh, See You Again by Wiz Khalifa. Oh, I thought you were going to tell me it was the pineapple pen guy. No, no, no. <laughs> or the Numa Numa guy from back in the day. No, no, no. 
No, no, no. Yeah, the pen pineapple apple pen guy was pretty sweet. But no, I was happy it was see you again, but now it's Despacito. There we go. And you you know, Despacito's one of those videos you watch it without the music, you think, was there just a big fight and they just videotaped it and, and put it on? <laughs> oh no, no, it's everybody dancing the song. Get this playing on the loudspeakers outside. Let's see some people dancing on the street. That's right, damn it. Bala. That's right. Vamos a bailar. Things. Nick Folk. Didn't think it was. Uh, you brought it up. No, I. I Vamos I, I a bailar. I know. I know. Bailar. Bailar. Yeah, yeah. Bailar. Bailamos. Yes. Oh, there you Let go. the river. Things, I don't get it. Things Nick Folk <laughs> is better than. John sends in the Jets tanking strategy. Oh, well. Close, but he I help, think Nick he Folk could help is their strategy. Probably, yeah, he, yeah, that's there. You go. He could help. But they had they had a good strategy. Uh, it just went awry. Just not, yeah, the, the execution yeah. of the strategy. Elijah because McGuire guys, not helping things. Guys run, running running twenty two miles an hour. He's the new Eli. The new Eli in New York. Eli McGuire. Guys wearing ties don't realize that the guys in uniforms want their jobs. Nick, Nick Folk, Folk didn't. Nick Folk is better than <laughs> yeah. your Professor Snape impression, Jason. <laughs> True. Wait, no, no, no. Wait. Yeah. Here's, no, here, no. Here's my best one, and then you can vote. All right. Okay. Here's my best. Don't go disrespecting yeah, Alan, no, no. Alan Rickman. Here's my best. No, you know how much I love Alan Rickman. No, no. Here is. It's tough with Despacito in the background, but I'll, while your I'll hips give you are swaying, you do your best, Alan Rickman. Anyone helping Harry Potter will be treated as equally guilty. To Peter Jennings? <laughs> Peter Jennings. <laughs> Smoke. There's Alan Rickman. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Nick Folk is better than Cam Newton's future endorsement possibilities. Oh, yes. Oh, oh yeah. Although True. that was an excellent apology today. Uh, Nick Folk is better than Alan Iverson's tolerance for practice. <laughs> I, I think Nick Folk could have used a few more uh, yeah, right? practice kicks. We talking about practice. maybe he was doing trick shots over there in the corner because nobody was watching. <laughs> trick shot, Nick Folk. Look what I can do. You've yeah. never seen. You ever watch kickers when a practice oh, is going on? Bouncing the ball back oh, up yeah, into yeah. himself like it's a basketball. You know, I, I, I always, I always can't believe the number of like trick plays or trick shots I see. Wide receivers catching the ball of practice with one hand. Because they can, and in a game they can't hold on to it going over. <laughs> right, exactly. Why? Why do you practice so much that when you're never going to apply it during a game, and then I can't, you can't kick it straight from forty yards out? I mean, really? Degree of difficulty. Because you know what they're doing when they're on the sideline doing all that stuff. They're just missing soccer, is what they're doing. Oh, <laughs> yeah. wow! And TJ, hey, play that Despacito. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. USA Panama. Olinda Mare is doing his tricks. Yeah. <laughs> Wow, an Alindo uh, Mare reference. Nicely like done. That. Thank you. <laughs> and TJ, modern citizen, zero discipline as the USA plays Panama tomorrow <laughs> in soccer. It's good to hear him on TJ. the radio today. It was. And you called me to tell me yeah. he was doing the game. Because I, I called the other guy that would be excited about that. <laughs> so there we go. Things, My phone never rang. Things Nick Folk. Is better than be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show weeknights at 11 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Pacific. It's time to play a very special game that I've been looking forward to and very nervous about. But let's have the official game open, Mr. Tyshirt. Ask Walter <laughs> <laughs> Allen with a two strike pitch to Bird. Here it comes a swing and a miss. Ball game. Got him with another curveball. 
So the Indians get their 20th shutout of the season. It's their most important one. They win game one of the division series against the New York Yankees, winning it by a final score of four to nothing. Walter. Joining us now on the hotline is my dad, Yankee fan extraordinaire Walt Smith, who was so popular in his last visit when the Yankees beat the Twins. We're having him back for a snappy quick round of Ask Walt, where we take your suggestions and questions, and I quiz my dad on him. Dad, what's up? Oh, that, uh, that announcer is sounding very much like Harry Doyle. <laughs> you know, we, we, we had to pull out all the stops for you, Dad. You know, I mean, this is this is not just some show that's on, you know, a 50-watt transmitter. Oh, no, no, of course not. Nothing, nothing but the best for you guys. <laughs> Did you, you, I, I take it you guys had the game on? Of course. Oh, we yeah. watched Aaron Judge strike out repeatedly. Yeah, what do you think we do? Oh, yeah, that? yeah. I so we watch everybody strike out. Somewhere <laughs> around the fifth inning, I think, um, I, I was following the game, and the guy – was talking about and coming up next, and they showed uh, the on deck circle in the uh, Indians dugout, and I just stopped cold and forgot who was I. I looked in the background. There's a guy clear as day, standing there in khakis and a red T-shirt, drinking a beer in the dugout. Sweet. <laughs> and I'm thinking, I said, "What? If this guy's the trainer, how did they get this far?" <laughs> and but guys, he, I mean, he he could have been, you know, he could have worked for Lou Brown. He could have been his third third, third base coach in major league. Uh, He's just standing there drinking a beer, and I just thought, what? and I lost all concentration. I said, oh my god! It's as far as I could take you guys now, except for a beer. Yeah, right. All the game going on, all the strategy. My dad finds the guy drinking a beer yeah. in the dugout. It's very observant. Was he wearing an Apple Watch to steal the signs, Dad, like the Yankees did? No, this guy didn't oh. look like he was doing much of anything but drinking that beer. Oh, all right. <laughs> all right, you ready for a round of Ask Walt? I Ask have some Walter. Of the, uh, <laughs> have some of the questions all right, sure. people want. You ready? Well, right. Hold it. Speaking of beer. <laughs> <laughs> all right, go. The legend of Walt continues. All right, here we go. We'll start off with a tough one from the little troller. Definitively, the better TV show, CSI or NCIS? NCIS. Is it close? No. Really? Why? Well, the, one of the uh, best things it had going for it, uh, CSI, was uh, Emily Proctor. All right. So without Emily Proctor, then it's not even. It's it's even. Oh no! You life. just got. Caruso turning sideways, and the other two women smiling pretty, and the rest of the guys looking around busy. <laughs> All right, well, that's, that's what police officers do. Mm -hmm. I was really thinking more of the Gil Grissom side of things in CSI <laughs> Vegas. Yeah, was, it was Eddie Cibrian in his pre Leanne Rhyme days. <laughs> wow. Uh, Easy Money says, Dear Walt, at what age did you realize Jason's Mets and Jets addiction would destroy his hope for a happy life? At birth. <laughs> now when he was he uh, we took him to uh school his first day in kindergarten he told everybody his name was joe willie siever <laughs> i didn't do that did i yes you did did i really do that <laughs> you didn't know this 
I got the album. Breaking news. I was in kindergarten. I didn't know this. I got the album. You could have helped make me a Yankee fan. You could have let me sit on your knee and watch the Yankees, but no, no, you'd get me saddled with the Mets. I, tr- I tried, but you, we took you to a Mets game, and you liked it better because you liked the orange and blue. Well, I was young. I liked colors. The Yankees are black and white. I kind of like color. <sighs> <laughs> All right, Ernie says, ask Walt, how did you discipline the obviously <laughs> mischievous youth that Jason had? Uh... Usually you send him to bed without any oxygen. What? <laughs> that explains when, a lot. Know, when, when, when his mother was feeling a little mischievous, uh, when he was acting up, we'd, we'd make either pork and beans or uh, fettuccine Alfredo. My dad makes the worst fettuccine Alfredo in the world. Where it's like he cooks it for like eight <laughs> seconds, and yeah, it's yeah, crunchy I, when it comes out. I made a lot of money selling it to the Defense Department. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Kevin wants to know, who's your favorite ball brother? My favorite ball brother? Yes. He's the, he's the one that uh, it's actually LeVar Ball's favorite uh, son. Uh, he's seven years old. Nobody's talking. His, his name is Lamouth. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. The fourth ball brother is Lamouth. Wow. <laughs> that is a drop the mic moment. That's next level right there. Oh, all right. Uh, last one. Uh, oh, it's a two-parter. Uh, ask Walt, who was the worst closer in Yankee history? Uh I don't know that there's ever been a worse closer. I mean, you go back to uh, Gossage, but he was, but back then, it was, you know, can you give me two innings? Can you give me this? But uh, I would have to say probably the worst relief pitcher. What was his name? Kyle Farnsworth. <laughs> Not George Frazier? The guy blew three games in the 81 series. No, jo- uh, Kyle Farnsworth, because that was back when the Yankees had a, well, <laughs> Probably still true to this thing. Had a real history of making bad pitching choices. But they thought that, um, I think Rivera and Wetland were uh, set up and closed. They alternated the year before, and they saw Farns with it. Oh, he's our setup guy. And, you know, six-point-something ERA. But one of the biggest, biggest mistakes they made um, was when uh, Carl Pavano beat him in the last game of the World Series. Uh-huh. They signed him the next year, 7.88 or something like that, ERA. I think you're still paying Carl Provano. Uh, it could very well be. He's, he's splitting the take with A-Rod. All right. All right, last part of the second second part. Could you still fire it in there and throw a good first opening pitch? As long as it wasn't a big wind. <laughs> fire it in there. <laughs> Well, I thought you were going to say, yeah, I'm starting for the Mets on opening day. I thought that was going to be your line. Uh, No, I wouldn't lower myself. (laughs) Oh! (laughs) And there's your walk-off. And fresh off a 4-0 shutout loss at the hands of the Indians. Yeah, well, it's just with Sonny Gray, he was the wrong choice. I would have pitched Jordan Montgomery. You can follow him on Twitter, although I don't recommend it, at Walt Smith LA. That's at Walt Smith LA. Ask Walter. <laughs> <laughs> we'll play this game again at some point, Dad. All right. I'll see you tomorrow.
Sleep well. All right, Stay you well. Too. Thanks. Stay Mike. Bye. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com and within the iHeartRadio app. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app. Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at first, first listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound... Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.